We're back for another episode of TFM Bets. Trent, how we doing, bro? What's up, Mikey? Happy, what is it, Thursday? Happy Thursday. Yeah, it is. It is Thirsty Thursday. I I tweeted about it today, and I I wanted to get your opinion on it. I feel like I just came up with this. Maybe I've tweeted this before, but maybe not, or maybe I'm just an idiot. I feel as though the perfect way to describe Thursday is the pregame to the weekend. Yeah, no, I wouldn't disagree with that. I'm so sick and tired of this bullshit weather, though. Yeah, I mean, for those of you that don't know, we are we're based out of out of the uh, the great state of Texas, and right now it is snowing, raining, icing, and it's just you know it's not fun. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. I'm, I'm currently looking at icicles right now outside my window. And I was proposed the question, why didn't you bring a jacket yesterday? And my answer was because I was moving to fucking Texas. So I didn't bring a jacket. I'm from the East Coast. I've got plenty of jackets. Um, but I will say the one thing that's so surprising about like this whole situation being from the East Coast is I put it on my Instagram story yesterday. There's no salt. So when it snows, Texas is just like, you know what, guys, hands up. We just got to get through this one together. Like the the sidewalks are just pure ice. The side streets are pure ice. Like there's no there's no like there's no active. You know we could probably fix this if we just put a little salt down. Like it's literally just like all right, we're just gonna have to get through this one, guys. Like just wait till it gets warm again. No, it's like I was born and raised in California, bro. Nobody knows how to drive in the rain. And after going to college in Texas and realizing nobody knows how to fucking drive in the ice here either. Dude, it's actually incredible because I had to. I've I've had to walk everywhere. Um, I don't live in the house, so I'm I'm kind of like near the. I'm like right near Dallas, so I've had to walk everywhere. So I basically had to live off of like Seven Eleven grocery shopping. And dude, walking everywhere. I'm not even kidding you. I went down yesterday. Like I fell yesterday. You I was fell? walking and like yes, dude. I was walking. The sidewalks are so icy. And to get to this gas station, there's no like the way the ice is configured, there's no way to get around where there's no like steep slopes or whatever sometimes. So I'll like go on the grass because you can just walk on ice on grass because you can put more weight on it and it'll snap. Yeah. And I'm going to the to the 7-Eleven and I'm walking on the grass for this one part. And then to get off the grass, it's kind of like a little hill, like a little steep little like little little slope, I would call it. So I like put my weight back and I go to like slide down the slope. Front leg gives out on my ass in front of like three people, slid all the way down to the sidewalk. And I was like, dude, this is fucking like I'm so over this, bro. GG's. Literally, dude. I I had to make like two trips yesterday. I'm not even kidding. You can't make this shit up. I had to make two trips yesterday because I went to go get food and then I needed to go get um I wanted like a Gatorade and like some other stuff. And like it's not cold, cold, like walking, it's not cold out. It's just dangerous to walk because there's so much ice. And I'm not even kidding you. The way I was walking, you can't make this up. I had a homeless man that was like walking. We like walked by each other. And while we were walking by each other, I had a homeless man be like. <laughs> what? What did he do? I had, a homeless man, I had a homeless man be like, because he was also shuffling. We were like shuffling. And so I, I'm like, well, I'm shuffling by him. He's shuffling by me. And I'm not even kidding. You can't make this shit up. We're like shuffling by each other and like I slip a little bit and he looks at me and we both stop. And he was just he just goes, What are we doing out here, man? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I looked at him, I was like, I got no idea, dude. I'm just trying to survive. And he was like, no, I feel that. And then we both just shuffled away, dude. That's fucking it was like me almost falling caused him to stop. 
because he was like, oh shit, maybe I'm going to go down. And we like made eye contact. And I guess like, you know, when you're about to fall, your eyes like open. So I, I guarantee you my eyes were like super open. And he was just like, what are we doing out here? Man? <laughs> I was like, That's I don't right. know, dude. We we're need the fucking, fucking sun to come out so we can stop doing this bullshit. Yeah, I mean, that would just be, oh my God, dude. The things I would do for some sun right now are close to illegal. <laughs> um, but speaking of the sun, we do kind of have to, I mean... We could, we should talk about a little bit what happened yesterday on Wednesday the college speaking, basketball slate. Speaking of the Sun, Suns lost by forty, cost me some units. <laughs> and we talked about them uh, last episode about how much they suck I know. and how much I, was, I hate them. I was confident in them at home uh, to tuck me in late night, last game of the slate, chasing some units. Nope, down forty at half. Why would we ever be confident in the Suns? I like the spot, like the line read. Like in my home. Like the spot, like the line read, checks the score, the down by 50. <laughs> hey, how about that Providence legacy cover? Yeah, no, we're a wagon. We should have won the game. Um, the uh, like, I'm, I'm not one to do this, but, you know, obviously it's it's tough to play in someone else's crib because the refs are always going to be a little bit more on your side. It happens in Providence. You know, when we play too, we definitely get the, the luck of the roll with the refs. But, I mean, there is there is some really questionable calls towards the end of the second half and in that overtime um, when we had the lead and then when we were down a couple points in the overtime that like, you know, weren't called our way, but then were called the other way to give Xavier the lead. Um, but listen, they're going to come to our curb and they're going to get fucking smacked. I hope um, I hope Fremantle is healthy for when they come play us so that there's no excuses because we like if we're on our home floor, we beat that team by 20. I'm not even kidding. Like the way that we are shaping up right now and the way that Ed Cooley has this team playing like there. We are the best team in the big East. And, you know, it was a great plus four cover. Jared Bynum's three at the end. I don't know if you watched it rimmed out. Oh, we had a, ooh. we had a shot with point with 1.8 left and he got it in the corner, clean release. And it literally rimmed out. So your we boy, almost won that game. Your boy, Devin Carter legacy cover on his points. Also, uh, in yeah. overtime. With a steal to do it too. It was like we really? were down three. If Xavier scored that possession, we were definitely like done. And he fucking cookied and then rent, went coast to coast, euroed the kid that was trying to stop him and put the layup in. So that was tough. I love this team though. I'm 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 super excited. Yeah, during the surgical stream, I they were uh they were top of the polls in getting the community lay. And I made the executive house call to take them out because I thought it was cake. Uh but sure enough it wasn't. So Good job covering. Yeah, listen, I, I want everyone to doubt us. I think yesterday was the first time Krabs in a full year or maybe ever has actually bet on the Friars, and it was because he was forced to because the BTL squad ride became Providence. Um, but listen, it, we're just one of those teams, dude. We're just one of those teams. Like, There's not going to be many spreads we don't cover this year, uh, especially if you give us points, dude. I mean, we are we are the cream of the crop of the Big East. I wish I was more passionate, more into college basketball. I'm definitely getting a lot more into it, especially now this week where there's nothing else on except basketball. And yeah. dude, I've been starting to hear a lot of people agree with our NBA takes. Um, it's just not, it, it just hasn't been the product that, you know, everyone wants it to be. It's fucking bullshit, dude. dude the NBA sucks. Like, I don't even think I, I will, I'm not even like, it wasn't even a take that I thought we had where people would be like, no, like, I'm pretty sure unanimously across the board, like the NBA just sucks, dude. Like it's not fun to watch. The players seem like they don't even fucking care. Like, and then the problem is when they do care, I was thinking about this last night too. 
when they do care, they get clowned. Like LeBron has a massive foul at the end of the game, literally got fouled. Like the people that are cutting him, he got fouled to win a basketball game. And he has a massive reaction where he's pissed. He's tight. Like that foul wins him the game. He goes to the free throw line. He makes one free throw. They win the game. There was no more time left. And he got fucking fouled. And he gets clowned on social media for yeah. caring about a regular season basketball game. If that was a college game and those kids are freaking out, everyone is going, that's a foul. That's a foul. Like you just ruined that kid's career. Like that's, that's a win you're taking away from that team. So it's like, uh, and I've had this take forever. NBA fans fucking suck, dude. Like they're the worst fans of every single professional sport. I don't care. Like the like super super big NBA fans. Like they're the worst of any sport because it's like always looking for a reason to clown, dude. The fact that like it's LeBron James and he cares about a regular season game that we're gonna like make a bit out of it is a reason why no one's watching your fucking sport. Like if I was an NBA player and I had an emotional moment, I wouldn't even let myself feel because it. it's like, dude, so I'm gonna be on Twitter getting blasted for actually caring, dude. Like. <laughs> It starts I mean, with Ronnie 2K and all those bots, dude. Like NBA fans are the worst. I mean, he was way, way too animated on that call. I will say, but that's a win and loss. I know, but that is a win to a loss. That was the most blatant foul I've ever seen on a drive to a layup against a rival. That is the Boston Celtics. Dude, how about the it, Boston Celtics? Like that was that was literally the rival of the NBA that we were talking about. That probably is the only rivalry that like maybe people care about anymore. And he gets blatantly fouled, and you don't call it, dude. I like, I did, like, I didn't even think it was that funny that people were clowning him for it. I was like, dude, I'd be fucking pissed too. That's a win and loss right there. Yeah, especially in the West where you're separated by five games. Like, dude, get get the fuck out of here. If that was a college kid, you'd be like, dude, he got fucking fouled just because it's LeBron and he cares about a regular season game. Come on. Speaking of uh, NBA, I saw this TikTok. I saw a TikTok of somebody just talking about the Grizzlies and Dylan Brooks. And he was just like, anytime Dylan Brooks or the Grizzlies are playing, you need to nuke his under. Dude fucking sucks. And I've been paying attention to it. And he puts up like 10, 15 shots a game, makes like two of them, bro. So next time the no, Grizzlies dude, are next time the Grizzlies are playing, let's test the theory and take his under. Well, I can't, but yeah, he's atrocious, <laughs> dude. Dude, you really won't take unders. No. Like ever. No. What do I have to do to get you to take it under? Nothing, because I make money taking overs. I'm gonna. There's gonna be something. There's gonna be something more. Like next challenge we do, you can only take unders for a week. That's genius. No, a week yes. is way too long. No, a yes. week is way too long. A week is way too long. All right, even fucking one day, bro. The only bets you post can be unders only. That's so fucking gross. That's actually, that's like the one chip chip. Why would you do that to me when my overs hit? Like my props right now are smacking in the mouth and it's all overs. I never take an under. No, you've been it's all more than it's I never less than. I late night after my stream, the shit's about to start. I, uh, I go to Mikey's profile and I just pick a few props, mix and match with some of the others in the community. And he's been doing his job. I was close to hitting a six legger last night, but Clifford, the big red dog on Rutgers couldn't grab me two fucking rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> that's tough, dude. It's like, that's like one of those things where it's like, you just chalk it up to the game. I mean, just brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. I know, but I never love that Rutgers team for props anyway. Like I don't, I don't really touch the Rutgers props. They're a good basketball team. They're, they're making some noise in the big 10. But I don't, I don't like any of those players for props. To be, to be honest with you, that's like one of the teams I really don't really ever take their props on. Boogie Ellis, love them. <laughs> Are love you on today? 
You could flip a coin every single time USC plays and either Drew Peterson or Boogie Ellis is going to get their points. So it just depends. Like, I got to look at the matchups today. I forget who they're playing. I think they're playing someone at the bottom half of the pit. Washington State. Mm. Wazoo plays good defense in every sport. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that. But one of them, I got to, I got to look at the point guard and shooting guard on Wazoo again. Sure. And see. But yeah, I mean, I, I, that spread is six and a half points. That could get weird. Could get weird. Um, but speaking of getting weird, I did say we would, so we have to preview this bowl a little bit. Um, I'm going to throw a couple things at you. Just want to keep you on your toes. Um, but let's talk about the matchup first. We haven't even talked about it a little bit yet. Um, we're going to be boots on ground in Arizona. So looking forward to that, but chiefs Eagles right now, the spread is two and a half. The Eagles are the favorite in Phoenix. Apparently, I've seen some tweets. I've seen some Instagram posts. And to my surprise, I think close to 70% of the handle is on the birds. Really? It was like, I think 64% was the number I saw. If producer Nick can get a check on that while we're having this conversation. But I'm pretty sure it was close to 64%, 70% of the handle is on the birds. That's wild, does that not dude. surprise you a little bit? That does. That really does. Pat I'm Mahomes seeing, has only wow. been an underdog one time. Pat Mahomes has only been an underdog one time when the line closed. And it wasn't against the Bengals. It was almost against the Bengals, but he ended up being the favorite at the end once he was healthy. This is going to be the first time Pat Mahomes, when the line closes, will be an underdog in his career. I'm seeing 72% of the handle is on the Eagles. Like I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm not, but 70% of the bets is on the Eagles. 30% of the bets are on the Chiefs. That's crazy. The over-unders at 50 and a half, 56% are on the over uh, of the handles on the over, 44% on the under. Um, that's crazy. I did not expect the splits to look like that in favor of the Eagles so much. I, yeah, dude, I was shocked. Not shocked because I think, you know, this obviously this Eagles team is good. They looked great against San Francisco. But, I mean, you saw on the on the Kelsey Brothers podcast, Jason Kelsey's even talking about it because Travis brought it up. He was like, by the fourth quarter when you knew Brock Purdy couldn't throw the ball, like, what, what were you guys thinking? And Jason Kelsey was like, you know, I'm sitting there being like, should we be feeling bad for these guys? Because I feel bad for these guys. It was like, that Eagles win was good, but let's not forget that they didn't have a quarterback that could throw the ball for four quarters. So, yeah. like, Take that win for what it is. I'm taking it as a grain of salt. You were at home. You had a team that didn't have a quarterback that could play. Christian McCaffrey still ran rampant. So it's like, do they really deserve to be two and a half point favorites against the Chiefs when you're giving Pat Mahomes and that team two weeks to get healthy? And the only problem is their health right now. It's the only problem is their health. And you're giving them two weeks of rehab and practice to get healthy again. Like, I don't know. I think... It's going to be an interesting game. There's a lot of interesting narratives going on. Obviously, it's the Kelsey Brothers Super Bowl. You know, the script writers at the NFL um, loved that bit. But have you seen that bit that's going on on social media because of the podcast macro dosing? Dude, some of the things that people are responding is fucking murdering me, dude. Like, even some of the players responding, like Alan Kamara quote tweeted it, and it was like, me reading the script for this year, bro. And it's like the most upset gif of all time. And it's like, dude, like this shit is so funny. Like it's so funny to me, dude. Like actually so funny to me. 
Didn't some NFL player come out and like say that the games are scripted or some shit? Yeah, so it was on the podcast Macrodosing that PFT from Barstool does with Arian Foster. That's right. And Arian Foster, but it was like a bit. Arian Foster was like, yeah, we get the script before every game and like this whole bit. And now everyone's just taking it and running with it. And dude, the bits being made out of it are so, it was like Aaron Hernandez reading the 2015 script. And it's (laughs) just like, (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny, bro. It was like, I I made one, but it was like Russ Wilson reading the script to to hand it off to Marshawn at the one to win a Super Bowl. And it's like, nah, man, I ain't doing all that. It's like so good, dude. Some of the scripts are so are so funny, and like the players are getting involved with it now, and like responding, and like so all this funny. stuff. It's like so good, dude. It's so good. Oh, that's hilarious, bro. But yeah, let's let's talk about that matchup a little bit, Chiefs Eagles. Um, so I had a couple things I wanted to throw at you, just to kind of get your you know little little gut check here sure. from from the betting perspective a little bit. If you had to pick one guy to score in this game, who are you picking? One guy to score in this game. Yeah, not looking at the odds. You don't have to look at the odds. Yeah, I don't but if you had to pick them. one guy, one guy to score in this game, who do you, who would you pick? Who do you think is getting in the getting in the end zone? I'm gonna give you two. Wow. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Isaiah Pacheco. Dude's been running rampant, and he is going to be a great running back for many years to come. I think he's, he's going to be a problem in that game, by the way. Just seeing he's gonna be like a, I've told you, the Eagles only lose when the running back runs rampant. If he gets his legs going, he's going to be a problem. And he's going to, I mean, <clears throat> we have definitely two weeks before the Super Bowl, but you know Mahomes' ankle ain't going to be 100%. And he's not going to be He's not going to be able to move on his legs as nearly as much as Prime Mahomes can, but uh, but Isaiah Pacheco is definitely going to be there to to take on the workload. And either it's going to be him, it's going to be AJ Brown. AJ Brown scoring. Wow, you think this is the AJ game, dude? Have you seen AJ Brown's college highlights? Yeah, it's absurd. He was at Ole Miss. They're actually. I didn't realize he was doing that shit at Ole Miss. No, dude, he was crazy cracked. It was him and um. Do you know who his second was? Was it CD? It was him and DK. DK, DK, DK. They DK. were like the most swole wide receivers in college football, and they That's were just busting. Man. They were crazy, bro. Disgusting. I was watching. And if, I, and if my memory serves me correctly, I think DK got drafted before him, Nick? Or was it AJ before him to the Titans? I can't remember who had the pick before who, if it was the Seahawks. or No, I think DK fell to the second round, and I think AJ was a first-round pick, Um, if I'm not correct. But, yeah, dude, AJ Brown in college was – I mean, absurd, dude. Some of his little little step back deeks. was just like, how do you stop? How do you oh stop God, so quickly dude. when you're fucking running full speed? I don't get it. What an incredible. Um, yeah. But the guy that I picked, it's very square. But Travis Kelsey scores in the Super Bowl where his brother is in. I feel like you know he scored the past two. I don't care what the line's going to be. It's something I'm going to put money on because. It's the brother Super Bowl. Like it's the narrative. The NFL loves narratives. You know Travis is going to score. We've talked about it every single game with the Chiefs, and it's hit every single game. They're the one team that understands when you're in a game like this, in a situation like this, go to your goat. Just go to your goat, man. Keep it simple. Keep it free. Keep it easy, and go to your goat. And Pat Mahomes does that um, every single time. No, nah, I mean yeah, so that's right there. Very square. Uh, I mean it's not. It's not even square, bro. It's going to happen. He's scoring. 
Yeah, I mean, if they give me plus 100, I, I, I'm sure it'll be closer to like minus 105, minus 110. Um, but if they give me plus 100, I mean, I'll, I'll take that either way. I'm going to take it no matter what it is because the, the NFL just loves a good narrative. And if you don't think Travis Kelsey is getting in the end zone in the Super Bowl where the brothers are playing, you're out of your gourd. Yo, I'm looking at prize picks. They've got some new categories. What are the cats? Uh, they have 20 or punts inside the 20. They have 50 plus yard punts. They have uh, pass deflections. What? They've got they've got over under first downs allowed for both defenses. 20 and a half first downs. What? That feels like a lot. That's a lot. That feels like a lot. Um, third down conversions allowed. Fourth down conversions allowed, and they're both at half, or no, Eagles are at half a fourth down conversion. Chiefs are at one. Uh, huh. And tackles for loss. Those are the new categories. I just want everyone that's listening to know that, you know, if you're not watching the YouTube version, the excitement in Trent's face when these categories popped up. And of course, the first category he reads has to do with feet is an all time display of what this podcast is about. <laughs> so they have Kelsey on uh, reception touchdowns. He's the only gentleman sitting there. So that tells me that's probably even money on the books. Yeah, it's probably minus 110. Uh, for past touchdowns, they've got Jalen Hurts at one and a half, Mahomes at two, or mm-hmm. a combo at three and a half. Those are strictly passing touchdowns, no rushing. I don't hate that. Uh, and no rushing touchdowns available. But they Probably because to, there's not going to be anyone at even money. Like Miles Sanders will be plus 200 or something yeah. like that. Pacheco will be plus 250 or something. Yeah, that's where you take a fantasy score and just hope he gets in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or intercept. It's going to be – I'm, I'm excited to make our – to make our sneak nuke next next week for, for this game. I think it's it's – dude, like this could be – this could be a great game. It could also be the worst game we've seen yet. Like just the way these teams play, like could is that not true? Like there's going to be no in between. This is either going to be a shootout that's fucking you're on the edge of your seat or it's going to be a bot fest. Yeah, I don't see it being a bot fest to be honest. I don't see this. I don't see either team letting it get out of hand and if they do, I don't see them not at least making a late push to come back. Both teams are just so complete on both sides of the ball. I don't even think – I mean, was there a time where the Eagles this year like looked like they were in piss? No. Um, yeah, no. for sure. <laughs> was no, there? for sure. Yeah, when they were like 14-point favorites to the Texans on primetime and almost – and didn't cover. Yeah. Or uh, who were they playing? Oh, my God, they almost lost and they had a legacy comeback. I think it was the Panthers. Yeah, like the, but every team we're listing had great running backs. Isaiah Pacheco is a good running back. Um, the narrative I did want to talk about that I feel like is not talked about enough, McCall Hardman now has a game under his belt. And if we remember McCall Hardman, he's kind of like a goat for Pat Mahomes. Like MVS kind of busted last game. I think Mark. this might be the McCall Hardman game where, you know, he's kind of under the radar in the game planning. It's like, you know, he's still like he just got back, like whatever. McCall Hardman's like the guy. He was the guy right after Travis for Pat all year before he got hurt. Yeah. Like, did, 
like McCall Hardman being back, I don't think is talked about enough because that adds a whole nother facet to that offense. No, he's a fucking beast. I mean, especially how MVS was dicing him up last week. Uh, it's going to be so interesting. It's going to be a great matchup, bro. I'm so fucking excited. No, I'm looking forward to it. Um, so yeah, I, I wanted to ask you who you thought was going to get in the end zone. Um, I also saw something that said, if you think the Eagles are going to win, would it not be smarter to just bet on Jalen Hurts to be the MVP at plus 150 instead of taking Eagles money line? Uh, like, what do you think about betting strategies like that? Where it's like, obviously Jalen's going to get the MVP. Well, maybe not, but like, would you rather eat the juice on an Eagles money line or just bet that the quarterback that got you there gets the MVP at plus money? Cause the only way he gets the MVP is if they win. What do you Miles think about Sanders, strategies like that? Miles Sanders with two touchdowns, Eagles win and you're fucked. But do you think so though? The Eagles might be like, fuck that dude. It's Jalen. I feel like there's enough playmakers on the field to where it's not a guaranteed lock for hate for Hertz to win MVP. If they win the Super Bowl. It well, so here's be. the thing. I feel like it goes, if A.J. Brown has a great game, Jalen gets the MVP because he gave him the ball all game. The only way he doesn't is if someone on the defense does something crazy or, like you said, Miles Sanders has three touchdowns and, like, 400 yards. Yeah, I mean, that, that defense, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I don't think Jalen Hurts to win the MVP is, is as sure thing as the Eagles to just go out and win. And, you know, you're getting, what, 15 cents on the dollar more to take that, like just lay the juice mm-hmm. on the Eagles to win the game. And after they win, go to bed tucked in, you know? Go to bed tucked in. <laughs> but I, it, it's interesting though, because I feel like there's a lot of those scenarios too, right? Like you could even say the same thing for the Chiefs. Like obviously they're plus money, but I wonder what Pat Mahomes is to win the, the MVP. Like if you if you really think it's a Pat Mahomes game, like why not just bet Pat Mahomes win the MVP and then, you know, you 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 just chalk it up to the game. And do you feel comfortable? This is what I wanted to ask too, because I think, and I want to know what the people think as well. So this is something we're going to have to, we're going to have to get a clip out for, but do you feel comfortable taking points in a Super Bowl matchup? Hold on. Let me, do you feel comfortable taking points in a Super Bowl matchup? To me, this might sound dumb to everyone else, but to me, I'd rather just take the underdog's money line. Because I feel like I'd feel so unsatisfied watching a Super Bowl being like, I just want to cover, especially if it's two and a half points. Yeah. Like, is that something that you've thought about? Like, do you ever feel comfortable taking the points? Like, I never would feel comfortable taking the points in a Super Bowl matchup. I'd rather live and die with my pick of choosing the underdog and dying with it or live and die with choosing the favorite. Like, I don't think I'm here for the profits when it comes to the Super Bowl. Like, I just want to pick what team I want to win. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I'm right now. I think this spreads one and a half on both DraftKings and FanDuel. Um, and that one and a half, you know, obviously some fluke ass shit with a missed extra point could happen. But in this case, you know, I'm not really. I'm just going with my gut on who's gonna win. So take the money line. You know, fuck that point and a half. Put your balls on the table and pick a winner. Um, but is that something that, you know, like, even if you're a Philly better, would you take minus one and a half instead of the, instead of the money line? No. Cause then you win the Super Bowl and you're drowning in piss still go win the game. If they win by one, if they win by one, Maher makes a surprise appearance, misses that extra point. 
And you're in oh pits. Oh my god, dude! Could you imagine? Brett and gets you- flown in <laughs> for the birds. Um, <laughs> No, but I think it's going to be a good game. I, I agree with you. I think this is just one of those games. Pick your spot. If you think the underdog is going to win, play the money line. Like, there's no point in taking a point and doing all that extra stuff. It's not that deep. Pick your winner. Um, I also feel like the Super Bowl is the perfect game to get weird with your props. And when I say get weird with your props, I don't mean like the Gatorade color and the national anthem, but You're that's what we're, we're like- going to talk about that next week. We're going to talk about that next week. But I mean, like, if Travis Kelsey's yards is at 70, don't be afraid to sprinkle on 100-plus at plus money. Like, if you think, like, if you have a guy that you think is going to have a game, like, I feel like the Super Bowl is the one event where I'm going to put my nuts on tape and take a lot of plus chicky on guys that I think are going to have great games. Yeah. Like, if McCall like- Hardman's yards is at, like, 35, I might take it to, like, 70-plus and, like, see what I can, see what kind of plus chick I get because the Super Bowl is the kind of game where – guys go nuts there's chunk plays because people are nervous once you find your guy he goes to him all game i mean you saw it last last um last time the chiefs were in the super bowl pat mahomes once they realized they were down he fed travis kelsey i think 12 times on one drive so it's like find your guys like if you think Devonte smith is going to have a game if Devonte smith gets over his receiving yards that the book puts it at he's going to get over it by 20, 30 yards. But if he doesn't get over it, he's going to go under by 20, 30 yards because that's just the way the Super Bowl works, I feel like, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can either, you can, I feel like taking some unders, which I know you don't do on some of these guys who don't even fucking sniff the ball, could be a look, could be a look. You know what I'm no, looking think, right I think here. I think unders are a good play too. I'm looking at uh, the value for MVP odds. I think you're getting really good value at Chad Henney at plus 10,000. <laughs> Hear me the out. Sharps are, the Sharps are moving that line quick. Hear me out. First quarter, ankle not feeling great. Not feeling great. Chad Henney legacy is going to have to come in, step up. All of a sudden, he's throwing absolute dimes. He's dicing up Philly's defense. And then the question becomes, he's so locked in. Do we put Mahomes back in or do we let him keep being a legacy out there? He stays out now? there and he goes and wins the Chiefs Super Bowl. Do you actually hear yourself right now? <laughs> Chad Henney is dicing the Eagles defense, dude. Do you hear yourself? <laughs> In no world would Andy Reid ever be like, do we leave Chad out there? Because Pat said his ankle feels good. In no world would Andy ever be like, listen, Pat, we're going to let Chad keep dicing, brother. <laughs> Even Chad would be like, yo, get me out. He'd be like, get me out. Get me out. <laughs> He'd be like, is Pat okay? Is Pat okay? Get me out. <laughs> nah. Chad Henney doesn't want that, dude. Chad Henney just wants to sit back, win a bowl, and be like, tell his grandkids about how good Pat Mahomes was one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Chad Henney wants, bro. He's a simple dude. I don't know, dude. Could be good, Could be really good value. I want you to put money on it right now if you think it's good value. <laughs> I want you to drop a unit on it right now if you think it's good value. <laughs> that could be the quickest donation in the history. <laughs> Even the book was like, do we put Chad Henny up there? Yeah, put him at 10,000. No one's going to put anything on that. Or Harrison Bucker at plus 28K. <sighs> the only yeah. kicker I'd ever feel comfortable putting money on for an MVP is Justin Tucker. Fuck Justin Tucker. How about Trent McDuffie and his McDuffel? Dude, I fucking, I, we were literally watching the game and I was like, how hard of an Instagram caption would it be 
if McDuffie posted like a picture of him like picking off something and he was just like in my McDuffel. <laughs> Come on, bro. Let me be a social media manager for these guys. It would go nuts, dude. No, but here's the, but here's the thing that a lot of people are talking about. Um, the Eagles struggle against the rush. Isaiah Pacheco has now emerged as a running back. That's really solid. The Chiefs struggle in the secondary. The Eagles have two amazing wide receivers. So it's going to be a game that could get busted open pretty quickly. Like when you said that over was at 50, that's higher than any over we had for the championship weekends. No, I know, dude. That's fucking crazy. And it's going to soar under too. I, I think so too. That's probably not an, an over I'd want to take. Because you never know, dude. And another narrative that uh, that you know I think we've seen all year too is that the Eagles start quick and they fall off even quicker. The Eagles love a first, second quarter, score in the first drive, score in the second drive, come out hot in the second quarter, and then for some whatever reason, there's a huge lag in the third, fourth. And a lot of people say it's because once they get that league lead, Seriani loves to just eat the clock and hand the ball off. But then it makes Jalen cold, so when they have to throw the ball, it's like nothing is clicking. If you do that against the Chiefs and you have a lead and you try to burn clock and you try to bury the ball and run it down their throat and Pat Mahomes back and Jalen doesn't have that chemistry anymore and it's not clicking and Pat Mahomes is starting to come back, the Eagles will lose this game. They will lose this game. If the Eagles have a 14-point lead going into the second half and they start trying to burn clock and run the ball and hit that offensive lag that they've hit all year, and Pat Mahomes starts getting going and scores, and it's a seven-point game, and the Eagles have to go back to trying to throw the ball, they're going to lose this game. Yeah. No, I would hate to they're see gonna that. They're going to lose this game. Do not let Mahomes crawl back. Do not let him crawl back. Because you, you have to shut that door, and you have to deadbolt it for yeah. him not to come back. So when you, when you shut that door, you better make sure that motherfucker is shut. Because if you give Pat Mahomes a sliver of sunlight, he's coming back. Yeah. He's coming back. Mikey, I just found a very interesting prop bet. I want to know what you think the odds are on it before I tell you. Uh, the last play of the game to be a quarterback kneel. Yes or no? And what do you think the odds are? This could tell you a lot about how the books think the game is going to go. I'm going to say yes is minus 200. Wow. Yes, minus 230. Wow! So they think it's gonna be. They think it's gonna be done. They think <laughs> it's gonna know, be. Done. I don't think necessarily that's based on what they think it's gonna be. It's probably based on historical data on how often it ends on a QB kneel. Um, I think this is how the book does it, though. Like when you see like weird shit like that, you're like, oh, I guess this game's gonna be done. <laughs> well, it doesn't necessarily need to be like a fucking blowout. It could be, you but know, that's three kneels. You got to think about it. that's three kneels. That's just but, gonna be one kneel say they turn it over on downs and they're down three, you know, then mm, there's 40 kneel, seconds yeah. left, 40 seconds left, one kneel game over GG. That's you true. Know? Or the only way it wouldn't be is if they're say the Eagles are down with 40 seconds left and they have the ball on a fresh set of downs and, you know, they're making a legacy drive happen. And then all of a sudden, you know, time runs out. They're fucked. No kneel. Hmm. You're going to need them to call timeouts, use timeouts, you know, so they can't, so there's not enough clock stoppage for them to turn the ball over. The Chiefs get the ball back and then they kneel. So if you take no, you're begging for timeouts to be called. 
Or you're begging for like a comeback and they just throw it up like a Hail Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Thought that was it. Definitely something I'm going to have. Oh, that is something to think about. Yeah. I was about to say that's something to think about. I might take the plus chicky no and just pray to God that nobody fucking takes it. I kind of like the plus chicky no in a game like this with a one point spread. Plus 185. Oh, that's like a just enough plus chicky to be like intriguing. Yep. Uh, what will happen first for the Philadelphia Eagles? A punt or a score? Both are even money. Well, the Eagles love to score quick, and they, they love do. to score in their first drive. Oh, that is also a good one. I'm telling you, though, Super Bowl jitters first drive. They're punting. Oh no! If the punt was plus, if the punt was plus chicky, I would put a lot of money on punt. It's. I mean, it's both minus one ten. It's even or to pick them. They're punting that ball, dude. Yeah. They're, they're going to come punt. out, handoff, handoff, throw, punt. The Chiefs are favored to punt first. Minus 120 to punt, score points plus 100 on first. Uh, what will happen first? Wow. Yeah, interesting. I kind of like the Chiefs to score on their first drive. First offensive play of the game, Super Bowl jitters. Is it a run or a pass? It depends who has the ball. If it's the Chiefs, it's a pass. If it's the Eagles, it's a run. Run is minus 130. Pass is plus 108. Wow. I, I feel like what it's a run. What would you do? I feel like it's you a run. You go run? Yeah. Just to get the first snap out of the way. Remember the first snap of that one Super Bowl with the Broncos? Mm-hmm. Where it was a fucking... Someone had plus 10K or something crazy on it being a uh, safety. And it actually ended up hitting because it was a snap over the head of, I think it was Peyton Manning or maybe it was the Seahawks. I forget who, but uh, yeah, snap over the head, fumble recovered, safety. Could you imagine? <laughs> so Could I feel you like imagine that, starting yeah. a Super Bowl like that. It was Manning. Yeah. Nick Hale. Um, no, that Super Bowl, that was the worst Super Bowl of all time. Yeah, no, I think that one was uh, is up there with um, Broncos Panthers. Yeah, that one was that one was pretty bad too. I saw TikTok. Cam Newton couldn't do anything about that about that game. And what were they saying? It, apparently, like who were they? Wait, it was Broncos Panthers, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Cam Newton. I don't know. It was just you. basically pointing out all the facts where this game was scripted for Manning to get his Super Bowl W on his oh, last season yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I know. Um, and Cam Newton just wasn't able to do anything because the NFL was making all these fucking calls and shit. I don't like that narrative, bro. You think they really rig games? No shot. The NFL is rigged for sure. It's dude, there were just there's so way too many moving parts for it to actually work. Like what's his name? But uh, did you know? I saw this. I don't know if they changed their filing, but at one point, the NFL was filed under an entertainment company, not a sports league. And an entertainment company means that you are allowed to, in fact, have a script. Bro, I mean, I, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, these guys like grow up fucking their dreams go play in the nfl they work so hard to get to this level just to fucking follow some script that's literally such just crazy thinking bro nfl rigged (laughs) it's not rigged it's not rigged. nfl rigged nfl the way that i lose my bets it's got to be rigged (laughs) uh this is a popular one that's being talked about right now oh wow hold on this is a this one's crazy. Opening kickoff of the second half to be returned for a touchdown. 
<laughs> the plus chicky better be like plus 500. Oh, it's plus 10,000. <laughs> and plus no, 500. What am I thinking? No could be a great lay piece at minus 50,000. You would love that for a surge six piece. <laughs> <laughs> Should I make a surge six? <laughs> you have to. You have to make a surge six same game with the most absurd shit. Minus 50,000, no touchdown return. Imagine it's McCall Hardman and he just cribs it, dude. Oh my God, you'd be drowning. You'd be drowning, dude. <laughs> All right, little same game parlay, boys. We're going to go opening kickoff in the second half to not be returned at minus 50K. It's uh, a good look. Then- <laughs> parlay that with also the opening kickoff return for a touchdown to not be returned. Um, so both halves, you can't parlay those. God damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, what would that parlay be? Like minus, like <laughs> minus 35,000. Then you parlay that with the MVP to be an offensive player. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. We're going to get to plus 100. This is like the ladder challenge. We just gotta hit the plus hundred. Yeah. Super Bowl ladder challenge, day one, boys. <laughs> I'm dead. That'd be so good. No, but there's so many good props. Um, the Gatorade color is gonna be red, by the way. Oh, I am the Gatorade color Lord and Savior. And I had I it right last year. I haven't seen the color yet, but I will see it. I had it right last year, and it's red this year. You're gonna parlay that with no safety during the game. Oh, dude, it's so lame. Why wouldn't let me parlay these together? It's bullshit. Should be able to parlay fun props together. It's because they know they might let you. Like once it gets closer to the to the day of. Yeah. Um. But listen, next week we're gonna be back on the couch. We're gonna give our official picks. We're gonna give our official props. We're gonna do a sneak nuke. We also might be doing an episode live from Phoenix um, from the Airbnb. So we've got a bunch of fun stuff planned for next week. I'm going to do the beer mile next week. I might even do it tomorrow if the weather is nice. So don't worry. We're going to do that. Make sure you guys share the podcast with a friend, by the way. Um, But next week's going to be fun, man. We're going to have a lot of fun. Every episode, we're going to be giving out a new fun prop that we're taking. Um, When we get to the Thursday episode, we're going to be giving out the sneak new presented by prize pick. We're going to be giving out the side that we're taking but the episodes before that, we're going to be talking our favorite props. We're going to be talking the Gatorade color. We're going to be talking the National Anthem. It's going to be all Super Bowl all week. Um, we're really looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, you got anything else for him? No, let's finish the week strong. And uh, you know we'll be seeing. Let's go get some bread. Appreciate you guys. Make sure you tune into the Book of Sports Twitch channel every day for the surgical stream at 1 p.m. Central. And uh, make sure you share the podcast with a friend and share us uh, and, you know, see if they uh, see if they want a free fade as well. Appreciate you guys. We'll be seeing. Peace.